as far as you know, the stuff that inspires me is, is just the underground sound. In this video tutorial, we'll teach you how to copy and paste. You can utilize the copy and paste technique for almost anything. CITR Radio 11.9 FM Broadcasting from UBC campus Broadcasting from Vancouver, British Columbia Broadcasting from unceded Musqueam territory And I got a, another full show tonight A lot of underground dance music But uh, I got a special, special thing tonight Earlier today uh, I sat down with Seb Wildblood who uh, he's touring uh, North America right now. Just kicked off his tour in Vancouver. It's actually tonight. Shouts if you're watching on Periscope. And uh, yeah, so Seb Wildbud, he's uh, been hanging out in Vancouver. He's going to do his North America tour. His show is tonight, actually. And if after the show you decide to go check him out, uh, you could probably still catch his set. It's at the Anza Club tonight in Vancouver. And if not, you can just listen to the interview that uh, I had with him just a few hours ago so we'll uh i'll play the interview that i had with him earlier and then i'll get into a mix of uh stuff from church records the uh, label that he co-started and uh we'll get into some other stuff uh in the same kind of vibe all live me autonomy on the ones and twos keep locked to citr let's get into this seb wild blood interview Here with uh, Seb Wildblood, here for Copy Pace, playing a show here tonight in Vancouver. Just caught up with him, and uh, we're just going to talk about uh, what you've been doing for the past few years. Cool. Um, so you've probably been uh, best known for starting up Church, the, yeah. uh, the party that kind of turned label, I guess. Yeah. You want to talk about how that got started? Um, so we started in the basement of a church and did five parties, and we told the people at the church it was going to be like an art exhibition, um, and then. Okay, they soon figured out it wasn't, but it was it was kind of making them money, so they let us do it for a bit, and then at some point it just went too far and it was too busy, so we had to stop. Um, so we moved to Corsica Studios, which is a really like quite like a well-respected club in London. Mm -hmm. um, so we were quite quite young at the time, but we got given a chance by like a really nice owner there. Um, so we started a weekly party, then we gathered some momentum, and eventually decided to do a label with it, and here we are five years later now. So cool. yeah. Sounds like you're kind of a victim of success at the church spot anyway. It's not always been, it's not been like a, yeah, there's been like ups and downs of it, especially at the start, but I think now we're at a point where it's, uh, yeah, it's, I'm really happy yeah, about it. Yeah, of course, it's a really cool spot. Yeah, it's wicked. It's like our home from home. I think it's our favorite venue. Mm -hmm. Well, 
And then, to my knowledge, it's pretty close to where the original spot was. Yeah, like it's just down the road. Cool. Um, and that was it. Was actually just I went to university just opposite Corsica, so I've not gone far. I've been in London for six years, and I kind of still work and stay in the same area. I've kind of mm -hmm. got my niche. <laughs> cool. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, what's it like being a part of Corsica, which is kind of like. I feel like, from my perspective anyway, over here, it's definitely got like a finger on the pulse of yeah, like, the London no, scene. It's wicked. There's four in-house promoters. Um, I'm one of them, and then there's the guy who runs Lobster Theremin, Jimmy. He's another one. And then Matt, my friend, and a guy called Chris Gold. And I think it's the way Corsica works is that we kind of um, we kind of direct the club in a certain direction, and then we get external promoters coming as well. But I think it's why it's so good is that there is a team of in-house promoters who are kind of pushing for a similar thing. We've all got the same kind of idea, I think, um, mm -hmm. but doing our separate things. Cool, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, was, I was noticing that there's, in the past, you've been doing this for five years, and yeah. um, there's, there's in that time, there's also been a few other kind of parties that have transitioned to labels. There's like Mr. Saturday Night in New York, yeah. and like Mood Hat here has done the same thing. It's a really organic way to do it, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Because it's, there's no preconceptions when you start a party. You want to do it, well, just to play, I don't know, play music to people. That's why I wanted to do it. Um, but I guess it's just, it's a good way. It's a good, it's a good way to, if I did it again, I'd do it the same way because you build a profile and then when you start the label, people are listening as opposed to starting from complete scratch, which must be super difficult. Um, and a label costs a lot of money and doing a party facilitates that a little bit because um, we don't make money through church. We never make a profit, but the parties help to kind of make it feasible. Yeah, I mean, it seems like in the music industry, that's kind of how it's going anyway. It's the, the shows it's that the really... Show, yeah, so as being a producer in. as well, that's the same thing. You mm -hmm. don't... Um, yeah, there's not much <laughs> not much in the pot. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, how, on the, the label end, do you, did you start doing uh, physical releases right away? Yeah, that's something we always wanted to do. Okay. Um, so we started with a vinyl of Happer, which was um, three and a half years ago. We did a year and a half of parties, then started the label. Um, but yeah, we've always done vinyl and I think we always will. Um, I really recently did a cassette, but that was just for a bit of fun. It's like a quick and easy thing to do mm -hmm. as opposed to vinyl. You can sign something and it takes eight months to get out just because of the lead times. Um, yeah. So cassettes, a direction kind of shifting in a little bit, but we'll always do vinyl as well mm -hmm. um, just because it's such a, we've kind of got the market for it now. Mm -hmm. And it's a record's a record, it's great. Yeah. Do you, uh, at least in North America here, the, the wait times for getting something pressed yeah, it's, and into the hands, it's, it's getting longer and longer. Yeah, it's unpa unparalleled to what we've experienced, and especially with Record Store Day, it just slows the whole process down because you've got reissues of Kylie Minogue getting, mm, um, yeah. you know, they, like they're getting to the front of the pile. Um, mm. So yeah, Record Store Day's not the one for that. But I think we got ahead of ourselves, which is good because we've got, we're kind of sitting on stuff now, but it takes a while to get to that point. Um, in terms of records, like kind of being ready to put out there. Hmm. Hmm. Um, so there's this place that I heard about recently in Spain. Uh, it's called Chaos Temple, and it's a skate park that they built into like an abandoned church over okay. there. And they've kind of just made it their own thing, and it's just become. And a lot of the people who who skate there, the regulars there, they they kind of describe it as like. Be, like skating there is having some sort of like aura of like spirituality attached to it just because it's in like kind of this yeah. hallowed place or whatever uh did you, did you feel that way at all when you're doing like the original church parties in the church basement at all yeah i think it was it was a time where it was just really it was really weird because we had no pre um conceptions of how it was going to go 
and we didn't even know what to call it but then we couldn't think of a name so we said oh let's just call it church because in our heads it wasn't going to be a career it was going to be just a, a party to for our friends that lasted maybe a couple of months um so yeah it was, it, there was a real feeling of especially the last couple there was a feeling of being there and being part of something just because it was quite special to be able to do it and i think if we ever did a boiler room or something then i'd like it to be there mm. um which might be tricky because we kind of burnt our bridge <laughs> but <laughs> if it could be there i'd like it to be there or another church just somewhere special um mm. i'd love to like develop that idea more in terms of the parties as well but it's hard to find churches to throw parties <laughs> in. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's not a lot of them are just kind of open to any sort of business opportunity. No, I no. I think live shows probably could work in a church, mm. but like a full-on uh, full rave, maybe not. Mm. <laughs> church, you started putting stuff out on label from like all over the world. You had yeah. some stuff from Canada, you have some stuff from uh, New Zealand, Australia yep. kind of coming up. Yeah, well, we, we got um, Chaos and CBD from New Zealand, but they're actually um, expats now in Peckham. Um, so which is right down the road from us, but they oh, are okay. from New Zealand, so that's okay. how we hooked up with them. I see. Um, and then, yeah, the, we've got music from Vancouver, um, from Project Pablo, who's mm. now based in Montreal, but he's yeah. from Vancouver, and his sound is very Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I love the kind of the music coming from this, this area. I think it's uh, probably, yeah, I was really excited to come here just because I'm such mm. a fan of like the labels, obviously Mood Hut, 1080p. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, it's cool. I mean, here... In the last few years, you're right. You kind of, kind of carved out. I think our own last year was sound. Canada's year. Yeah, I think it's happening in Australia now a little bit, in Poland, and I think the UK is having a little bit of a resurgence. But mm-hmm. I think last year was definitely Canada's year for underground, like house and techno. Mm-hmm. Um, so speaking of, uh, so Mograb, he's from Australia. Yeah, from so Newcastle, in Australia. Yeah. Okay, and you're putting out an EP by his soon. Yeah. It seems like to me, anyway, just from what I'm reading about maybe the most anticipated release on church yeah so but far. it's by like tenfold i think yeah um, it's yeah the, the vinyl we've done a load of pre-orders on it the more like five times what we've done before it's really? just i've never experienced such hype on a record mm-hmm. um it's funny on i remember new year's day i said to dom uh, apes i said uh, we it's on like sixty thousand plays it's we signed this when it had like 500 or something and we were like wow okay and now it's on like 450,000 plays on YouTube it's just not stopping going like <laughs> the can't track anyway but the re- the good thing is that that's actually B2 the last track on the EP because the rest of the EP is gold as well mm. um, but yeah he's he's wicked I think he's like I've not seen an artist grow so fast before mm. as more grab and obviously it's really helped the label as well because people are finding that and looking back into our discography oh, cool. so we've noticed like a real kind of surge of interest from it so i think you need that you need that one release and i think this one is our kind of that release that's going to turn heads oh that's exciting yeah cool. yeah um so you just released uh a new cassette yeah and this, this is kind of what you're talking about just experimenting with the cassette. yeah it's just like a fun thing to do but i'm i'm hoping it went down really well and i'm hoping maybe to do a vinyl sampler of it in the summer just do like four tracks off it on vinyl mm. um but i did that and then i've got my next release is a church release um which will be like a four track out in may um, which I've been sitting on. That was actually finished before the cassette, but with vinyl and lead mm. times, it's coming out way after. Um, okay. But yeah, I was excited to get that out. Yeah, I read actually that um, your your LP that you released last year, yeah. that you had like a f- quite a few tracks that you just cut out of it. Yeah, it was short, because it only ended up being seven tracks, but it was originally signed by another a label, and then after about a year of sending music to them, it got dropped by that said label mm. and I had 12 tracks on it and I wasn't comfortable with all the tracks that the label had selected but I was I was just kind of going with it um, but then I thought if it's completely in my control I can I can choose to 
choose to lose these tracks. Right, okay. Um, so that was the reason behind that, yeah. Are those going to show up kind of in your own self-release stuff in the future? Or you just kind yeah, of I've kind of reworked a few of them and they probably one was on the tape um, mm -hmm. and then there's some I'm sitting on, yeah. So I think they will, but maybe in slightly different context and they're not exactly the same because there's a reason why I didn't right. want them on the LP. Just something like a vocal maybe didn't sit right with me or something like that. Um, but I, I do use most of the things I finish, I'll, I'll use in some way, yeah. I also have loads of tracks unfinished that I won't use, but mm -hmm. I finish a track, I try and get it out in some capacity, or just in a mix or something. Cool. Um, yeah, so you've been in Vancouver now for a couple of days. Yes. How are you enjoying it? Tuesday. Oh, it's great. I've had a really like, idyllic idea of Vancouver, <laughs> and I think I've got really lucky with the weather. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of up to, yeah, it's kind of hit my expectation, which were very, very high. Um, <laughs> so I went to Stanley Park yesterday. Um, which is really nice. Yeah. And then the gig today? No. Cool, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and where are you up to next then? You're going down uh, the West Coast, I guess? Going down to San Diego, and then there's like a day party there, and then I'll go to San Francisco on the same day to play with Kyle Hall and Jay Daniel at the night time, mm -hmm. um, and then LA, then New York, Montreal. I think that's cool. it. I probably missed one. So, we got any listeners around North America? Seb Wild Blood's coming to your town soon, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. So uh, make sure you check that out on your local listings or whatever. But uh, thanks for taking the time to talk to me. No worries. And for copy-paste. Um, yeah, I hope you have a good set tonight. Cheers, man. Yeah. That was Seb Wildblood. He's playing in Vancouver tonight. Um, if you get the chance to see it, if, you, uh, if you're looking for something to do tonight, um, the Anza Club is the place to be. He'll be probably playing pretty quickly his set. And uh, don't go away because I got uh, some more, some tracks by Seb Wildblood. We're going to hear from him and some music from Church Records, his label. And uh, when we get back, uh, well, yeah, after that, we'll go into uh, a mix of similar stuff. I'll be on the decks. So uh, keep locked to CITR. Keep locked to copy-paste. Let's listen in as one poor soul tries to find something good to enjoy on the radio. Let's see here, uh... Oh. Everybody dance, dance. What, you don't like to dance? Everybody dance. Oh. Everybody... God, this is awful. Well, I climbed up the mountain, climbed back down again for you. I climbed up the mountain again for you, and then I climbed back down, climbed up... Oh. Isn't there anything, 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 anything? Listening to the radio these days can be distressing. Fortunately, here at CITR, our programmers choose the music that they play, so our charts reflect what people actually listen to. To find out what's really topping the charts, pick up a copy of Discord or Magazine, or check us out online at citr.ca. Unless, of course, you'd rather keep listening to the chart-topping single, Everybody Dance. What, you don't like to dance? Everybody dance. Everybody dance. Everybody dance, dance. What, you don't like to dance? <laughs> Astorinos is located off Commercial Drive in the heart of East Vancouver. It's run by the Britannia Community Center and is available to rent for anyone some of its features include tall ceilings, wood floors, accessible bathrooms, a stage, and a PA. Astorinos is an accessible space and centrally located. It's ideal for any type of rehearsal, information session, dance classes, arts and crafts sales, rummage sales, community events, and of course, shows and dancing. 
Check out BritanniaCenter.org and the Facebook search Asterinos or contact Maddie Harris by email at maddiefromlife at gmail.com to learn more. Said Wild Blood, the uh, track off his uh, new cassette that we just talked about in the interview. There, new cassette. It's called You. This track is called Lifestyle. Very, uh, I think, emblematic of uh, his sound in general. After that, we're gonna hear uh, some from Project Pablo, which we talked about in the interview as well, and uh, we'll go from there.
track from Fortet here. It's from his uh, Morning Side, Evening Side release. It's the Evening Side. It's a remix by One of Tricks Point Never. Really distills the uh, 20-minute burner down to a good, cool four minutes. And uh, when we come back from the break, uh, we'll have more tracks coming up. Got one from Avalon Emerson, Kino 18, Shaded, Taiga. It's all in the mix. Stay tuned to copy-paste. The most powerful motivational speeches that I have ever heard came from people who told me I couldn't do something. (laughs) You know why? Because when they told me I couldn't do it, I was bound and determined to show them that I could. Did you know CITR has an accessibility collective? Our new collective serves to explore issues of inclusion, equity, and accessibility for people with physical and cognitive disabilities on campus and beyond. If you love making radio, listening to radio, or want to get involved for the first time, come join our collective. We include people of all abilities, experience levels, and backgrounds in the production and programming of our show. Tune in to our weekly show, All Access Pass, from 5 to 6 p.m. on Thursdays for interviews, music, news, events, and awesome dialogues. If you want to get involved, email accessibilitycollective at citr.ca. If only I could dream, we could start again. Well-known pimp, narcotics king, big-time racketeer, back in full force. This could be one of the big moments in your life. Don't make it your last. Look, this thing might be bigger than even we think it is. Do you need an upgrade to the soundtrack to your life? Perhaps a song from a film or a tune from TV. My name is Gap. Exploding Head Movies is here to give you sounds from the cinema, along with the songs that will be defining your future, and those forgotten classics that need a little rescue. Yeah. Come on, baby. CITR 101.9 FM, Vancouver. Here's a track from Avalon Emerson. Turned on to her by uh, DJ Mochi. Shout out to DJ Mochi for uh, spreading that word. And uh, shout out to uh, all y'all watching on Periscope. If you're listening to this, you can check it out on Periscope. Periscope.tv slash autonomy. And uh, likewise, if you're in Vancouver, you can, of course, listen over the airwaves, 101.9 FM. This is copy-pasting to be in the mix for the next uh, 20 minutes or so. Keep it locked. Thank you. 
Yeah, I just felt like playing some with a little sax in it. This is Friendly Chemist. Visions from yesterday. Came out last year, but uh, definitely a good one. Before that, we heard Shaded, new release on Turbo. Before that, we heard the Turbo Boss Man, Tiga. 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 Off his new album. And at this time, I'd also like to give a shout out to the show sponsor of Copy Paste, the Center for Digital Media, a uh, world class graduate school here in Vancouver. If you're looking to uh, upgrade your, well, not even upgrade your skills, but just uh, understand how to uh, take your digital skills to the next level, uh, it's a place to do it. Tons of industry experience. You get to do a lot of uh, projects with clients and uh, industry companies and stuff. And it's right here in uh, beautiful Vancouver. So if you're interested in that, uh, looking for grad school, and you're uh, technically minded, artistically minded, definitely check out the cdm.ca for more info on the Master of Digital Media program there. And this will be my last track for the night. Let it fade out. But keep it locked to CITR because uh, Pierre's coming through with oral tentacles. He'll take you through the rest of the morning. And I'll see you next week on Copy Paste, Thursday nights at 11.